Today's podcast of Let's Talk TDs. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. And Jerry, man. Seahawks got their revenge against Arizona. What'd you think about that game? It was a good game. I liked it. It was it was actually one of the more intriguing games this week. Kind of sad that it wasn't pushed to this weekend or maybe... I was going to say primetime, which I guess Thursday night is primetime. But yeah, yeah, right. That's all I was about to say. It's like, come on, like it'd be better if it was a Sunday night or maybe a Monday night game. But with all that being said, fun matchup, fun game. You know how I love those division matchups. Yep. And uh, this was a good one. I'm actually more intrigued. How you feel about your boy, DK Metcalf? You already know how I feel about DK Metcalf. Look. Lockdown, I know. It, it was another sad performance by him. Another sad performance out of, like, how many good performances? No, you're no. right. No, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a scrub, but, I mean, I feel like there's a huge hype train with the general audience. I would you say know. general, you know, social Yeah, that's what network. I'm saying. Yeah, that, well, that's with what I'm the saying. Net, social network, yes, I do believe so. I think he, he is getting overhyped because of his stature. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, well, there, there's lots to be hyped about. You know, what yeah. is he, 6'3", 220-plus pounds, yeah. runs, uh, a, muscle. R- runs a, you know, a 4'3", you know, probably 0% body fat, exaggerating a little <laughs> 0% bit. 0% body yeah, fat. Exaggerating a little bit, but we're talking Greek god status. But yeah. But with all that being said, you can be a Greek god but not a football player. Yeah, and, but and I just think it's really funny how everyone's already putting this guy like you know top five wide receiver in the league. I would say 10, top five, top ten wide receiver in the league. I'm he's like, probably right. close top ten. He's close to that. He's close to top ten, but yeah, I gotta have to realize there's a lot of good wide receivers in this league. Yeah, does he look like a football player? Hell, fucking yeah. Yeah, I agree too. But like, and we are talking about DK Metcalf, just so the audience knows, but. Man, I'm just saying. I think he's a little overhyped. But go ahead. What, what, what do you? But have you, to al- say? you also got to think. Why does he have those numbers? Who's throwing him the ball? Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not arguing. And that. I, I'm not saying like he's do- doing the numbers just because of Russell Wilson. I'm saying Russell Wilson helps him a lot. Yeah, no, he and definitely him, And Tyler Lockett. No, for Russell sure, Ball. yeah. And yeah. a lot of these wide receivers in this league, you know, some of them don't even have quarterbacks and they're putting up numbers. So you know, I agree with. I completely agree with that. That's why. I de- that's why for the longest, I still think DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best because he was he putting up pro. He was putting up prolific numbers with scrubs, and now he's got you know, Kyler Murray. Yeah. He had Deshaun Watson for a little bit. You know how I feel about Deshaun, but either way, for the last two quarterbacks he's had, he's had decent quarterbacks. But there's been a good four or five years where DeAndre Hopkins didn't have a, a real yeah, with, legit, with, with, with a real legitimate quarterback, and he's been putting up those num- numbers. And I, I just mean, think it's interesting, again, the hype train around D- DK Metcalf. It is deserved, but let's just slow our roll. Let's not put those high expectations on the young man. It's barely a second yeah. season. Let's just watch this fun development. It's great yeah. to see and, this. And, I mean, that's a good jump from last year. Yeah. And, because he's you know he has more yards on the pace for better touchdown rate. Oh so, yeah, he he's blowing his rookie season out the record. Yeah, and 
what uh, Drake or Patrick did to him towards the end of that game, you know, that hitting him or, you know, going yeah, after him. That, that, Kirk it, Patrick, you can't do something like that if you're losing, bro. Yeah, yeah it's kind of, it's, it was it was definitely reckless. I'm not blaming the fight on yeah. him. It was just, you know, it's just intriguing. I just wanted to definitely note that yeah. for sure. But it was a fun matchup. You I can't taunt it. somebody when you don't make the tackle. Right, yeah. That's yeah. something you cannot do. Yeah, it's just, it's definitely funny when you watch the highlight. Definitely funny, but. Yeah, but, I mean, Arizona and Kyler Murray, they were looking good, too. Um. Kyler Murray didn't have a rushing yard in this, a rushing touchdown in this game. Yeah, so, breaking breaking his streak. So. I mean, so, I mean, it's only two games out of his uh, what, ten games? Yeah, yeah, which is still a very prolific yeah. year. So I mean, pretty that, good that, jump. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Kyler Murray, this this is what I've been selling to you all 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 year. This is what I want to see out of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, you can already see the progression from his rookie season to this year in Kyler Murray. You know, he's making smart decisions when he doesn't see it. He either does the check down or he'll scramble. And then once he sees the necessary yards, he'll slide. Yeah. There's so many times where I feel like Deshaun Watson holds onto the ball too long. We're not talking about Deshaun Watson, but again, I'm just comparing it. I'm I'm comparing it to another young quarterback in this league, one who's getting highly compensated for him. Yeah. And even comparing him to Lamar Jackson. I have the criticism with Lamar Jackson as well. Yeah. Because I'm not seeing that that progression from year to year. Well, I think year. with Lamar Jackson's more of an accuracy because, he, yeah, I mean, I I feel like he has a lot of wide open shots, but he's not accurate with the ball. I totally agree with yeah. you. Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson have two totally different issues. Yeah. Deshaun holds on to the ball too long. Lamar has deals with accuracy, like yeah. you said. But that's why I like Kyler Murray. You're, you're seeing the progression. He seems like a more well-rounded well, I, I think he's quarterback. The, I think he's the best dual-threat quarterback right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. I would I would 100% well, agree, well, except uh, for maybe, maybe Russell maybe, Wilson. Well, actually, no, actually, you're right. No, it'll be Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes can also run, but it, it, I, I think he's just too good to even run. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, even Russell he's, he's Wilson. He's a pocket quarterback Yeah, honestly, me. even Russell Wilson's probably wouldn't even put into that category because, like, Kyler Murray – a part of his game is to run. Yeah. Russell Wilson just happens to be really good when he runs. Yeah. He There's just runs difference. whenever he's under pressure. Yeah. Because of his bad offensive line. Yeah. And, and he's the best at it. Yeah. But, and he's the best at scrambling. Yeah. And honestly, if there was designed runs, Russell Wilson would probably be the best dual threat. Yeah. But that's not what the scheme is. But the scheme for the for Carol, Kyler Murray. For not, yeah. For Kyler Murray and Arizona is that dual threat. And yeah. he's the best at it. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately for Carolina, I mean, Car- uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. Is that uh, they couldn't finish that last drive to win the game. And yeah, like you said, I mean, you can't win them all, but what, eight out of 10? That's damn good. Yeah, I mean, they still have a six and four record, so it's not bad. Yeah. You know, they're for- still, they're still, that's a good division. So, you know, they still put up a fight in that division against the Seahawks, even on the last game. And as good as uh, Kyler Murray's doing, this shows that, honestly, he has room to grow. Because, honestly, you shouldn't be in back-to-back weeks where, I mean, as great as the the hell Murray, as a lot of people want to call it, was, you know, when you develop well and you're really dominating at your position, you're not not relying on a a one-play possession to win the game. You know what I mean? You yeah, have, you have the game won early. Yeah, and, but and, I mean, he is it. going against a good Russell Wilson, and I well, think that's right. Why. And I'm, again, I'm even speaking for last last week with the great play you made. As great as it was, even though he won the game, it's still showing that he's still young. He yeah. has those spectacular booms. 
but he still has room to grow. Yeah, again, oh yeah, I think the, I, mean? I think his biggest room to grow is um, you know, turnovers turnovers for him. Turnover rate is you know it's high for him this year. Um, I think that was more of an early in the year, but I I just think he has to focus on that a little bit more. But the dual threat in him is pretty good. Oh, it, like I said, pro- probably the best. Yeah. But uh, man, it was a great matchup, and it'll be a great matchup for uh for definitely years to come because I don't see Russell Wilson uh, slowing down a bit at all. So nah, he probably still has a good like eight years left in him. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, Tom Brady's playing well into his forties right now. Well, not well into his forties. <laughs> not you know, well, but yeah, he's yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, I mean, he's yeah. playing into his forties. So I mean, there's definitely this will be a great matchup for coming years. And that was a f- that was a fun Thursday night game, but like you said, yeah, uh, well, actually one of the good Thursday night games this year. Yeah, I mean one they, of the good ones. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're gonna fall into a, to a good Thursday night game every, every once in a while. Yeah, 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 you'll you'll fall into one. I mean, that's just it's almost impossible not to. So, yeah. So Eventually. glad we got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good game. But let's go on and move on to our fantasy players of the week. Jerry, we can start off with you today. Who you got? All right. Well, with the quarterbacks in these particular matchups, I was kind of struggling for what quarterbacks yeah. I wanted to choose. So I went with two low, low-hanging fruits. Oh, Real really? Obvious. Yeah, I went with two obvious ones. And I went with one people might say obvious, but I see as a, you know what, I'm, I'm just really intrigued in the rising star. And I went with a, I went with the two obvious. I went with Big Ben and Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> you know, uh, Big Ben, he's he's played phenomenal, obviously, this year. Obviously, last year he missed the entire season. He's easily the comeback player of the year, and he's definitely – I wouldn't say he's a front runner, but obviously not, but uh, yeah. he, he's arguing, A, consider me for MVP. And, um, you know, on the last two games, He's had 300 yards and three-plus touchdowns, and this is coming off of a game last week where he had 300-plus yards and four touchdowns. And he's he's going against the Jaguars, who are third-worst in passing defense. Yeah. And that's just not a good matchup. Yeah. I think uh, I think Ben's going to just capitalize on that and do what good quarterbacks do and beat a bad team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, again, you know, a former MVP not even two years ago, and uh, he's got – Nine touchdowns and zero interceptions in the last two games, and he's you know you know I love these division rivalries. He's going against the Las Vegas Revenge Raiders. Game. Yeah, he's going against the Raiders. He, Revenge he, game. He did lose against them earlier, but you know he's he's gonna go five hundred in this matchup. He, I don't see him being the kind of quarterback who's gonna to lose back to back games against his division rivalry. So yeah, uh, so yeah, and and they don't necessarily have the best defense. You know they're ranked tenth in passing and. We'll we'll see how that handles, and uh, it might be a surprise. But here's my uh, my surprise, I guess, to a T. You Tua, know? Tua, mm. yeah, Tua. He's got three starts, three wins, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yep. Sounds good. Like I said, I don't I don't want to go with the obvious all the time, and I I I, I like that for a young quarterback. And he's going against another team who's still trying to establish themselves as a team. They want to figure out what they're doing. Bad with quarterback Lock. play. Yeah, so they're, they're they're trying to figure out what they're doing with their other young quarterback on the other side with Drew Locke. And the Denver D is uh, ranked basically middle of the pack. They're uh, the 14th in passing. And uh, I think Tua 
He hasn't been explosive, but he he's shown he can he can bus drive his team to a win. Yeah, I mean last week, you know, he only had a hundred like hundred eighty yards. Yeah, yeah, it was like a hundred and sixty nine, something yeah. like that. It, his it yards aren't looking too great, I mean, but he did have two touchdowns. Yeah, again, so. like 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 I said, he's not lighting up the scoreboard, but three starts, three wins. He's throwing touchdowns and he's not turning over the ball. Zero yeah. interceptions. We'll see what he does with again. I'm not saying a terrible team, but you know a middle middle of the pack. You know, defense. yeah, middle middle of the pack defense. You know, so uh, that's where I'm at with the quarterbacks. All right. Yeah, I mean we're kind of identical to that. Um, just a big piggyback off you. You know, I got Ben Roethlisberger and Patrick Mahomes in this one. You know, it's just like this week is not a, really a lot of good matchups when it comes to quarterbacks. I mean, there's quarterbacks, but nothing like that's gonna blow anybody off the water. And I think these are these are the two quarterbacks that we'll do it this week. You know, um, Ben against Jacksonville, like you said, right now in the last two games, he's averaging 24, 24 fantasy points a game. So you know that's that's good fantasy production for anybody that's that needs a quarterback. And Patrick Mahomes going against the Raiders. Raiders not guess what they're not good at pressuring the quarterback. 29th in that so you know Mahomes is gonna have plenty of time to throw and I know he lost against them last year I mean last the last matchup but you know Patrick Mahomes is not the type of person to keep losing yeah I don't see him doing that yeah so I, I believe uh, Patrick Mahomes will get that dub and you know Ben Roethlisberger is gonna do his thing and you my- mean uh, Patrick Mahomes well, yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger oh, are right, just, right, right. just going to do their thing. Yeah, both, both of them, yeah. Yeah. And then my, you're not going to be surprised about my quarterback, Justin Herbert, going against the Jets, 26th-ranked defense. Justin Herbert still, you know, doing his thing, even though he got a very bad haircut, bald fade, terrible. He looked like a little 14-year-old kid out there. You, you think it was uh, his choice, or you think that was a little... Uh, no, that was coaching. Yeah, a little, a little r- rookie... Uh, it was a co- it was a rookie haircut from by the coaching. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah I think his uh, quarterback coach... A little camaraderie yeah, from the just, team, you know. W- yeah. Welcoming him to the league. Like, w- welcome to the 14-year-old to the league, you know. Yeah, just, the, the young buck, so... Yeah, but... That's yeah. fun. Justin Herbert against the Jets, you know, Jets, you know, their problems. And I feel like Justin Herbert is going to exploit that against this team. So, I mean, not not crazy picks this week. You know, I'm I'm usually not trying to piggyback on the, you know, higher ranked quarterbacks. But, you know, it's not a very good matchups this week. So I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I said earlier, too. Yeah. Not many quarterbacks uh, matchups to choose from. Yeah. But let's go. Let me move on to my running backs. All right, let me hear it. What do you got? What are your three right. guys? I got Josh Jacobs, Alvin Kamara, and Nick Chubb. All right. Um, I got Josh Jacobs going against the Chiefs, which the Chiefs, if their only weak spot in defense, they're pretty good against the pass, but they're really bad against the run. And I think Josh Jacobs is gonna eat and if they want to win this game I think they're gonna have to rely heavily on Josh Jacobs you know Josh Jacobs has uh 300 yards three touchdowns in the last three games total on average no not average but in total 
Yeah. So no, he's yeah. averaging 100 yards a game and a touchdown. So yeah, I mean that's just great just consistency. Per, yeah, great consistency, and I think uh, Booker's helping him with that. You know, just splitting the carries and you know getting getting him some rest. Especially coming back from that injury. Yeah, Gruden knows how to coach him. Yep. I mean, a little old school football, but man, people fail to realize it'll work. Yep. And going on my next running back, Alvin Kamara going against Atlanta, and Atlanta's not too bad against the running backs. Um, but every running back they faced this year has not has not finished in the top thirteen. So pretty much every running back. I think I think it's just the touchdowns. They're getting touchdowns on the on the Atlanta Falcons, so yeah, I mean, that's gonna help this. Uh, especially Alvin Kamara, you know, he hasn't even finished under thirteenth either. Yeah, I mean that defense has been exploited and they're a little shooken a little bit. And yeah, they gotten better though. They yeah, have they, gotten they better. have gotten better, but I mean they're still not great. Yeah, and they're I, they're, they're still they're working their way up to good. Yeah, they're working their way up to good. <laughs> or from, no, not not even good, average. Average. They're, they're yeah. working their way up to average. And, yeah, and well. Division rivalry. Another that's division that's enough, rivalry. That's, enough, that's yeah. enough said right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's gonna, you know, Tyson Hills. Tyson Hills is gonna be the starting quarterback in this Ooh, game. Yeah, so you know they want to try to slow it down. And so they're gonna have the a lot of rushing. I think a lot of rushing opportunities, and I think Alvin Kamara is gonna very feed off of that a lot. You know what? Just put him at quarterback. Yeah, might as well. You might as well put him at quarterback. <laughs> hey, just put him at quarterback. You already have a running back yeah, at there quarterback. You there you go. <laughs> All right, and my last player, Nick Chubb. Coming back from his injury last week, you know, had a great game. I think their their rushing game was like 280 yards, something crazy. And uh, they're just running the ball like crazy. And right now, Nick Chubb's averaging six yards a carry. That is crazy. Six yards a carry for Nick Chubb this year, this whole year. I mean, I know he was hurt, but either way, like even before he got hurt, he was still averaging six yards a carry. Yeah, explosive player, physical player. Um, and finds the end zone pretty much every, yeah, every week. Yeah, yeah, again, consistency. Yep, just volume too. You know, he has that volume, him and even Kareem Hunt. Just the best dual-headed threat in the league right now. Yeah, you got to love that rushing attack. Yep, and so, yeah, that's my that's my running backs for this week. What you got? All right, well, I went with definitely a different three. That's all fine and dandy because there's That's a lot. Good. There, there, yeah, there's there's good running backs out there. I went with Dalvin Cook again. A little that's a little low hanging fruit, but uh, I think that's fine because of the fact of the matchup. Obviously, he's gonna get the great volume because it's Dalvin Cook. But uh, the the fact that he's going against the Dallas defense, they're not necessarily bad in in the rush, but. I think that they're going to struggle on the offense to where they're just going to have multiple opportunities. And we already know Dalvin Cook, one, it doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Yeah. He's good. It doesn't matter about Best the running mat- back in the league yeah. right now. Mm, I wouldn't go as that far. far. As far as stats. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, Touchdowns, you, you, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what his numbers are as far as uh, compared to other players right now. But, yeah, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you're right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think the Dallas offense can compete. I think that's going to make the defense out there more. That means, again, you know how I feel about opportunities. That means he's going to have more opportunities. He's always going to have opportunities because he's their offense, and he's a great player. So I, I think Dalvin Cook's going to eat, and I hate to admit it, but this Dallas defense that's middle of the pack in rushing attack, uh, they're going to look worse than probably in this game because I don't think they'll get the, the offense going. Uh, the next is it's going to be kind of uh, – Contradicting, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott. 
Yeah. I know for the most part, people think that Zeke's had a bad year. He's actually had a really good year. Uh, obviously. Just the fumbles yeah, overshadowed that. Yeah, yeah, minus the fumbles. You know, he has a lot of fumbles, obviously, which, you know, if you have one or two, no big deal. Yeah, five. Yeah, he, he's got five. So th- that holds volume. It, it does yeah. suck. But uh, I think he's a great pick still because, again, the the Cowboys know they don't have a quarterback. Not saying they don't have a quarterback, but they're trying to protect their quarterback. They want him to have – they don't want him to throw 30 times. They want him to throw, throw 20 times. They want to keep this game close. I think you pick Ezekiel Elliott for volume, strict purposes only. And uh, Minnesota, I mean, they're not necessarily good on the passing – or not, not passing, uh, rushing defense. They're ranked 19th. And uh, – you know, again, if you're if you're trying to keep the game close with Cowboys, which they're good at try, it's a good pick. And finally, uh, I'm going with the rookie, Damian Harris from uh, the Patriots. Uh, if he's available, I think this will be a great pickup. You know, and I don't know if everyone has him. I know obviously. Yeah, he's Dalvin, probably he's probably available like in forty percent leagues right yeah, now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I know Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott for the most part. Obviously, these are starts because I mean. You you got them. You're playing them. Yeah, it's just people are scared of you know the Patriots running back whenever they go by committee. Right, they de- definitely need to go by committee. But when this guy is healthy, he gets volume, and uh, he's already got three hundred yard games out of six. So basically, out of the six games he's played, out of half of them, he's got a hundred yards. In all of those games, he's getting like fifteen plus carries or more. So that's a great. He's showing that. The the Patriots believe in this guy. Yeah, when he's available, that's. But the that's thing. the same problem with Sony Michelle last year too. It was, but I but mean, see, again, that, that's healthy. the carousel. Yeah, that, that's the carousel. We're not, we can't talk about last year because yeah. that was last year. This is this year. This year, if, if he's can stay he- healthy, if he's healthy, he's yeah. the guy. Right now, I know he's questionable to play this coming uh, tomorrow. But uh, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead. Like I said, I, there, again, there's there's only X amount of. Wide running backs to pick. Yeah, from. and Texans don't have a good running and, defense. And, and and I'm just kind of giving you maybe a potential option that maybe he might be on the waiver wire. Yeah. You never know. I'm giving you a potential option. That'll be a option. good pickup for sure. And I think if you pick up this guy, it's a good matchup if you're able to get him. And also, Houston, honestly, is ranked – they're the second-worst defense when it comes to rushing. Yeah. So, uh, it's also just a good matchup. So, uh, try to do that. And that, those are my three running backs. And – uh with that being said, you know what? I'm just going to spill right into the running backs, or not the running backs, uh, the wide receivers, because I'm excited to talk about my wide receivers because there's one player I want to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Uh, I know it's. um. You don't have a quarterback. I know, but I, I feel like with that being said, Jameis Winston is going to hit this field because I think they're only saying uh, Taysom Hill was going to start. Yeah, it's just for shits and giggles. Let's let's just really? be real. It's just for shits and giggles. You know they paid the boy. You know that, right? You know they paid him, right? Oh my gosh, that's exactly why Jameis Winston has no pressure. Even if he goes out there and throws, picks, he's, he's playing like, for the Saints. There is pressure. There's no pressure at all, especially dude. a Super Bowl contending team. Look, look. If the, this was if this was the Bucks. I Last think this, year, yeah, there's no pressure. I think this is all a ploy. I think Jameis Winston's going to go out there, and I think Jameis Winston's going to eventually be the starting quarterback. Well, not the starting quarterback, but just for this particular game. While Drew game. Brees is out. Yeah, for this particular game, I think they just named Chasen Hill for, for shits and giggles, like I said. And I'm putting Michael Thomas out there. 
you know what, he's only played in three games, but in those three games, he's averaging seven targets. And in his first two games back, he's getting two targets in back-to-back games. He's about to play the Atlanta Falcons, who are the second-worst defense when it comes to passing. And that's just a good matchup because we all know at the end of the day, Michael Thomas is a phenomenal player. And uh, I think either Taysom Hill or, at the end of the day, maybe Jameis Winston are going to be force-feeding this guy. And it's already now been back-to-back weeks where now it's like, all right, he is healthy now. Like, you know what I mean? It was two weeks where it's like, all right, he's kind of questionable. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? All right, now this is his third week back. He's healthy. He's ready to go. He wants his revenge division week. Is this going to be his breakout since he's been back? I think so. Okay. I think I think it will be. So that's why I know, again, all y'all players who've had this guy who probably drafted him in the first round, y'all been stashing him. This is the week to start him. Atlanta's week. Sounds like you, Jerry. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> no, I, comment. I, no comment. No comment. No. No comment. But uh, moving on. Moving yeah. on. Another. Another great one. I feel like is uh, Terry McLaurin. He's been getting uh, seven targets and seventy yards in the last four games, and uh, I think he's just going to continue that streak. He's going against the Cincinnati defense that's the seventh worst in passing. And I think this is just a good opportunity for him to just continue his streak. You know what I mean? Like, again. Yeah, he's definitely real good. He's just consistency. And you know how I am. I'm all about consistency. And finally, one of my faves, Justin Jefferson. I hate to admit it, but Justin Jefferson is just fun as hell to watch. Uh, You know what? Me as a Cowboy fan, we got a young wide receiver in CeeDee Lamb. And you know what? He's phenomenal. But Justin Jefferson's great, too. You know yeah. what? I, I can't lie. He's just so fun to watch. He's already got four 100-yard games. The record is seven. Yep. There's still, like, what? What are we in? Week, week uh, 11. Week 11. There's still six games left. Yeah. He can probably do that. He's got a chance. Yeah. There's a chance there. And that's always fun to watch. Uh, he's averaging eight targets a game. And, uh, again, he's going against that Dallas defense which in passing is ranked third. Yeah, that's bad. Third worst. Yeah. Not third best, third worst. Yeah, the, and, he'll have uh, his opportunities. There's there's going to be opportunities there, and I think this will be a real fun matchup, even though it's against my Dallas defense. I'm intrigued to see what Trevon Diggs, rookie cornerback who's allowed the most completion when targeted and – the most yards attempted when targeted. <laughs> That's great excited. stats. Great I'm, stats. They're, they're great stats. You know what? They're great stats because I'm just so intrigued. He's just allowing so much. Very generous guy. Hey, that Dallas defense, they wanted it. That Dallas fan base, they wanted it. Yeah. They didn't like Byron Jones because he didn't get inter- interceptions, even though I don't even think he's allowed 100 yards this season. Well, there, he's in a top five passing defense right now so that says is a lot. it because of him I'm i don't sure know that says a lot. i don't know i don't know but that dallas fan base didn't like ryan jones because he didn't get interceptions but you know we got trevon diggs two interceptions this year yeah cool a for effort but anyways th- those are my three uh wide receivers all right Fun I, matchups. I like them i like them my wide receivers i got keenan allen you know why Yes. Herbert. 
No, the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> He's going against the Jets. And right now, to be honest, Keenan Allen is on fire. You know, right now he's ranked fifth, the fifth wide receiver in all of fantasy. So, yeah, he's and he's averaging 10 targets a game since Justin Herbert's been in. So, like, what more do you want from the guy? Like, he's going he's gonna to get his points in. Quietly, still one of the best wide receivers yeah. in this league, and nobody talks about yep, him, really. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, and it is wild, but that's what happens when you don't run a 4-2 or a 4-3, apparently. It, it, that Screw you, DK Metcalf, disrespecting all these true best wide receivers, but... I guess no. Whatever. You want to say screw you, ESPN? It's not well, DK Metcalf well, talking to talking you, about it. You're by right. You're, not, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're you're right. Uh, screw you. You know media base and screw you generic fan base. Yeah. Who just gets intrigued with the headlines because you got true wide receivers like Keenan Allen who are true you know top ten with wide the, receivers. With the rookie. Yeah. What a what a what a rookie quarterback. Exactly. A true top ten wide receiver, but okay, whatever. I'm sorry. I got it. Well, yeah, right, either guys. way, I got Keenan Allen right. Going against the Jets. You know, he's gonna put up points. He's gonna be a top ten play this week for sure. Then I got I'm I'm gonna go opposite of you, Jerry. All right, go ahead. Let me hear it. Julio Jones against the Saints. Nice. You know what? See, yeah, the Saints have a middle of the pack passing defense. They've allowed the 16th most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, middle of the pack. Yeah, dead middle. Dead middle. But Julio Jones in the last four games, 36 targets, 28 receptions, 425 yards, and three touchdowns in the last four games. You know, I think he's – I think this is probably one of his better years in the last couple years. So, it's kind of hard to – um to go against that right now, and I, I think he's riding the hot hand. And, I, you know, coming off that bye. Man, you know, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. And this is, what, a 31-year-old wide receiver, and for some reason the fan base. Break, breaking the boundaries. The, the fan base forgot about him because for some reason they feel the need to put in DK Metcalf in the top five <laughs> wide receivers. But I, I, but I digress. No, I, I, I but not. I digress. I think Continue, Julio, man. I, 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 Julio Jones is better. I'm not going to say that. No, but it's just, again, like how, like I feel like they say top five wide receivers, and then when they list them off, they, they list 15 guys off. <laughs> you yeah, know what I, I mean? know. But, but I digress. Digress, please enlighten me because I, like I said, I digress. Yeah, no, I know I get you, I get you, but my last one, and another, this is gonna be my rookie of the week for wide receivers. All right, Chase Claypool against the Jaguars. Okay, let me hear it. Look, who, who's your quarterback this week? Was one of your quarterbacks Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yeah, phenomenal MVP. It definitely come back and with MVP type. And you know caliber. the last three games who he's targeted the most? Chase Claypool. Okay. With thirty six targets. Ooh, that's beautiful. In the last three games, thirty six. No, thirty two. Sorry, thirty two oh. targets. Either way, that's Ooh. still good amount of targets. Oh, that's phenomenal. What so he has the volume going his way right now. Okay. And they're finding their stride. You know, they're still getting their stride together. You know, he has the most touchdowns by a rookie this year. All right. So I feel like this is going to be a good matchup for him, and he's going to get, you know, maybe another two scores. You know, just just up those uh, touchdowns this year. You okay. Know? So I, I feel like this is going to be a good matchup for him, and he's going to get his points in. Hey, if he gets two touchdowns, there's no doubt. he He's 
he's biting at the bit that he's the best wide receiver. Yeah, from this in class the, in this rookie class yeah. this year. This year for sure. This year for sure. But yeah. all right, we'll, we'll see. I, we'll I, see what he gets. Uh, yeah, we'll see, all we'll right, see what he gets. I like it. I like it. All right, and let, let's move on to our tight ends, though. You know, we don't want to spend too much time on tight ends, but because uh, you want to get to those kickers, I know you do. All right. It's just no. It's just there's not many good ones out there. I'm 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 gonna tell you the truth. There's maybe five good tight ends in the league. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And that's why I'm about to mention TJ Hawkinson again. <laughs> because for the 10th straight week. Yeah. Like I've probably mentioned him every week because yeah. like you just mentioned, there's maybe five. Yeah. And, and that's putting generously. No, nah, there's definitely five. He'll, he'll probably slide into the, maybe the top five. I don't know. I'm, I don't know yet. Maybe the top five. I feel I'll like probably put I feel him like seven. Yeah, you know what? I'd pull him at six, but I feel like yeah. he just has so many intriguing matchups. You know what? I'll just I'll just spit out what I got. All right, I got TJ. Oh, sorry. I got TJ Hawkinson. I got Mike Gusecki. I got Darren Waller. Gusecki, really? Yeah. Yeah, again, like like you hear the list. These are mul- these are guys I've mentioned multiple times. Even you've mentioned. You know, I'm going with TJ Hawkinson. He's averaging seven targets a game. It's a solid matchup. Nothing too hard. You know, Carolina, they're the 12th ranked defense, m- roughly middle of the pack. And uh, TJ Hawkinson's, you know, we played 10 games. He's got a touchdown in half of those. Yeah. No, so yeah. That, that, that's phenomenal for a, a tight end in his second year. You know what I mean? So uh, I just feel like that's a good, that does it, again, like I said, Limited, not many good tight ends, and he has good volume too. You know, good good opportunity. I think Galladay even still is questionable, if not even out this coming uh, again. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. So we'll, we'll find out. Mike Gusecki, I think with it being two a time, I I think the volume is starting to come again back towards Gusecki's way. He's he's averaging five targets this season, and uh, Denver. I know they're pretty tough. They're the twenty sec they're the twenty second toughest ranked passing defense. So they don't give up a lot as far as passing. But I think with that two a time mm. and I think with the I think you know, rookie quarterbacks just tend to favor that tight end. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he was already probably their second best option. I yeah. think I think this is just I'm not saying again, not a not a no, great matchup, not not a great matchup, not a breakout game, but I think I think it's just something to, that needs to be noted. Yeah, and I think he's going to have the volume and opportunity to have a solid, very good game. And then again, Darren Waller, not many good quarterback or not many not not good quarterbacks, uh, tight, tight ends, ends. Yeah, and he's he's getting the volume, eight targets per game. You know, I love it. I'm a sucker for the division rivalry. He's probably their best number one option as far yeah. as passing. No, I agree with that. And uh, you know they're they're gonna try to want to compete with KC if it if, you know if it's not going to Josh Jacobs in my opinion it's going to Darren Waller. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I know that KC is ranked 26 in defense as far as passing, which uh, I mean 26 toughest defense, so they're not giving up a lot. But uh, yeah, I, I just think uh, I think Darren Waller will. will We'll break out. Yeah. No, that's good. I like those. I'm going to go um, Travis Kelsey against the Raiders. You just, you know, man, yeah, it's just. Opposites, all right. Yeah, it's just opposite day yeah, to day. I like but it. But look, though. I got 
right now Travis Kelsey's on pace, on pace for 103 receptions, 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns. You know what? I would be surprised, but that just sounds like a Travis Kelsey type season. No, it is. Yeah. But you know what? This will surpass his. Oh, his, oh really? Yeah, that would that, those numbers will surpass his previous record. Well, you know what? Kudos to him because apparently I have him on a very high pedigree. And yeah, he's and the last seven and seven of that last eight games, he's averaged seven targets. So, and most of those targets obviously are red zone targets. In my opinion, you know, he's he's always getting looked at in the red zone. Yeah, for sure. And he's definitely, like you said, with the, that stat line, he's definitely capitalizing on those targets. Oh I yeah, mean, I mentioned a lot of guys, but they don't have those stats, and and. I don't I think th- no tight end has those stats. Yeah, right now. no, no tight ends has those stats, and I named two of them who had the exact amount of targets, you know, per game yeah. as you know Kelsey. So he's just on the he's the, he's just, he's on his own yeah, tier. Yeah, of course. And if maybe Kittle was healthy this year, maybe they would be on the same tier. But yeah. as of right now, not even close. Cream of the crop. Yep. And then, then let me see. Let me see what I got here. Hunter Henry. Well, let, let me look at my notes. Playing against the Jets. Yeah, he's playing against the Jets. Enough said. Enough <laughs> said. That's 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 literally what it says in my notes. Yeah. Playing against the Jets, and you know Justin Herbert. I think he he's gonna find Henry in the end zone this week, and Henry's just gonna have a decent day. You know, 60, 70 yards and a touchdown. That that's my prediction for him. But you know he's going against the Jets, so I feel like he's gonna have a good game. And he's got the young quarterback who, again, like I said, I feel like tight ends always their best friend. Yep, yep, that is true. And then my last pick, Dallas Goddard against Cleveland. I just feel like, you know, since this this is Carson Wentz's go-to targets, the tight ends. And Zach Ertz might play. He might not, though. But I think Dallas Goddard has surpassed Zach Ertz. In my opinion, I feel like Carson Wentz has looked his way a little bit more this year than he did in the previous year. And I feel like with the Cleveland, we go, the him going against the Cleveland Browns, who's who's allowed the tenth most to tight ends. I feel like this is going to be a good opportunity for him, and I think he will have a good game. Man, I would agree with you for sure. As far as fantasy. But as far as just, like, watching it as a fan, because obviously the Eagles are in my division as far as a Cowboy fan, I don't know what the Eagles are trying to do. Cause yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, I, don't, I think that eventually they're going to cut Zach Ertz, and I don't think they'll re-sign Dallas Goddard. If they don't re-sign <laughs> Dallas Goddard, they are crazy. I, I don't know. So that, I mean, that's just, again, I feel like that's just kind of me speculating, obviously, but I'm just like, man dysfunctional they might want to rebuild but at the end of the day i think that is a good pick because dallas goddard is definitely he's healthy and he's a prolific tight end yeah i think he's a great tight end so uh if he had more targets i think he would be one of the top tight ends in the league yeah like i said fantasy wise i like it but franchise wise man yeah i think they're gonna i think they're gonna drop the ball and let him go (laughs) no that's such a bad move yeah it'll be weird because they're weird yeah just bad management there but let's go to the best topic of this whole discussion the kicker of the week 
right. I'm I'm two for two the last two weeks. Of course you're two for two. You're the only one making predictions. This is basically your segment. We need to no, just call hold this on, AD hold on. Segment. First of all, I went over three in the first three weeks. And then I'm two for two in the last two weeks. So I'm actually I'm in a losing record right, right now. Wait, you I'm, know what? I'm two and three in total. You know what? I'm gonna say my kicker for the week. Uh right, what's your kicker? Um You better not I swear you better not steal my kicker. I won't steal your kicker. I guarantee you I'll say the generic kicker that I always say. I probably said a kicker like twice. I'll say the same guy. Who? I'm gonna say Greg, Greg. the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Greg the leg. Because I give zero fucks about this particular topic. Why are you always hitting on the kicker, man? Kickers Go ahead. win Enlighten Super Bowls. Us. Please share us. Because yeah, you're. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. When it comes to when it's all said and done, the kickers always have the most points scored. Yes. When it comes to their careers being ended. Exactly. But don't ever underestimate a kicker. But I don't care about them. Please enlighten us in our fan base. This is your segment, Kicker Time, with AD. I'm not going to go overboard. <laughs> I'm not going to go really extravagant on this one. I'm trying to go for three for three in this. All right, All go right? ahead. No, we want to hear it. The fan base is intrigued with your Kicker Time, AD. Justin Tucker. Let me explain why. Go ahead. I feel like Baltimore's not scoring as many points as they were last year, huh? Okay. They're not finding sure. the end zone as much. Absolutely. And I feel like they're going to have to go for more field goals in this one. So, I believe Justin Tucker will have four field goals this week. Two 30s and two 40s. All right. So, again, no, no, like, NFL records. No, no, NFL defin- records. But definitely I'm a just giving, key contributor in the game. Yes, I feel like he'll be a key contributor, and we'll talk about it more whenever we get to the games of the week. But let's get into the games of the week. Our games of the week. Well, week 11. Not our games of the week, but week 11 games. Let's start out with the Steelers at the Jaguars. I feel like we've been talking about this team, these this Steelers and Jaguars team, you know, and our fantasy team, fantasy quarterbacks and wide receivers. But uh, I got... The Steelers winning this one, of course. 27-17. Not much of a matchup. And Jaguars, you know, the only bright spot with the Jaguars is James Robinson. So, other than that, for the Jaguars, I don't know anything else that's that's going to be helping them. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, the Steelers versus Jags, it, it's, it's not really an intriguing matchup. The Steelers just have to face this team. Uh, good teams beat bad teams so i'm expecting a pretty uh handsome whooping and uh I, i'm expecting the Steelers to win 30 to 17 but pretty much very similar yeah. to what you're what you're putting up there like you said the jags do have james robertson but uh i just still think that the steelers are gonna obviously i mean they're just a complete team yeah I, so I, how do you I, feel about the steelers schedule though like Hey, you know what? I can't complain about their schedule. Just like they can't, just like no team can, can ever complain about their so schedule. They're just gonna go ten and zero in like seven or their ten games, or yeah. I mean, I mean, bad. they're they're gonna go undefeated until they're not. You know what I mean? I honestly, yeah. I, I'm one of those ridiculous fans when it comes to the Cowboys, where I think we're gonna go sixteen to sixteen and zero until proven otherwise. 
and I feel like all oh, teams I should. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but I feel like all, no, but I feel like all fan bases they should be realistic, but at the same time they should be obviously you know fans and they should be hopeful and you should be sixteen and zero until proven otherwise. You know what I mean? Because obviously every year is a new start. And, you know, every year's, you know, their own, their own adventure. And, obviously, this year the Steelers have proven they're a really good team because, obviously, they're so undefeated. Again, despite their record or not, people can have hold that against them or not. I, I don't, you know, and you're faced, whoever you're faced against, it's your job to beat them or not. And, well, I see a 30-17 to 17 win, like I said, against the Steelers. But, uh, anyways, moving on. Again, enough about the Steelers and Jags. That's not a much intriguing matchup. Yeah, I, don't, I already know who I want. But uh, l- let's move on to uh, Lions versus Panthers. The cat fight. What do you got? Yeah, but it's not really much of a cat fight. One of the cats is injured, you know. <laughs> got a dying cat. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he's he's, he's going to be out this game most likely. So it's, it's not looking good for the Panthers. Maybe Mike Davis. We'll get a lot of rushing yards in this one for the Panthers, you know. But yeah, try that, to control the game. Yeah, try to control the game. But other than that, I think the Lions going to win this pretty good, um, 24-16. Um, Matthew Stafford, I think, will do enough to get this this game in the bag, even without Galladay, if they don't have him in there. um, They'll, they'll be able to win. Yeah, again, I, I can't fault you on that, and I have a I have a pretty similar score. I have it twenty four seventeen Lions. Uh, for pretty much everything you said, just for the simple fact that uh Teddy Bridgewater's out. I mean, again, Matthew Stafford. Not saying he's a prolific quarterback, but we're at the end of the day, as much as these games are three phases games, that offensive phase is so much more prolific more impactful than, yeah. yeah it's just more impactful and it's basically at the end of the day it's, it's whoever has the better quarterback and uh well we don't know i mean who's the starter for the panthers i don't even know point point exactly you're, you're a common fan yeah we're not sure who this person is yeah it may surprise us but for the most part again quarterback position is the one who decides who wins and who loses so uh Again, injury for the Panthers. Lions are going to win this one. But the next game, it's a pretty decent game. Maybe. <laughs> Eagles against the Browns. I got the Browns winning this 24-21 by a slight edge. I think they will have the last drive. And I think they're going to run it deep on this Eagles defense. Run the ball like crazy. And I think that's their best way to win. And I think they're going to keep winning in that formula. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I totally agree with you. As as much as I want the Eagles to just go ahead and win this damn division that my, oh, sad, that my sad Cowboys are in right now. But I, 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 I just can't see them winning this I game. don't even know who's going to win this division. <laughs> it's like no, no I know who's going to win. It's, it's going to be the Eagles. It's not going to be the Cowboys. But it's just this is not making it the go. The Cowboys are only one game behind. I, well, yeah, but we're not going to win anymore. And you know what? Th- this is not going to make it go any faster because I know the Browns are just a better team. I see the Browns winning this game 27-24 against the Eagles. It'll be a competitive matchup because, again, the Browns, uh, as good as I – I don't think they're good, as good as, as well-rounded as they are. Carson Wentz, he, he puts up a fighting chance. Yeah. And I think he's a slightly better quarterback as far as just – Arm talent compared to, to Baker, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yeah. 
Baker Mayfield is a very competent and, you know, bus driving type quarterback. I'd like to see him develop a little bit more to maybe prove me otherwise. But as of now, that's what he is. Yep. And but with the the fact that he has a complete team, I still see them winning this game 27-24. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And uh, let's go to our next one. Patriots at the Texans. Look, you, I know you probably won't like it, Jerry, but I got the Texans winning this 23-21. And I say that because, you know, I think Deshaun Watson has a pretty good track record, track record against Bill Belichick. You know, he's won a couple of games, if if I do recall right. And I think this is going to be a good game for him Um, with this Patriots team struggling. You know, they're not they're not the Patriots team we all expected. And it's showing their defense has fallen. Their offense has fallen. And I believe the Texans are going to be able to exploit that and get this W. Well, I guess this is where we disagree. Uh, I think the Patriots win this one. I'm not intrigued with this matchup. Yeah. I've been very disappointed in Deshaun Watson. He hasn't, again, it's not that I hate him. He just hasn't shown much growth. I mean, he's, what, in his year five of his career? And, uh, well, I think his fourth year. What was it? 2017, I guess he was drafted? I don't, I don't yeah. know. Either, either way, year four, year five... Doesn't doesn't change the fact that I, I I'm not seeing much. I just see the Patriots win this one. Not an intriguing matchup. Twenty eight twenty four Patriots. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I understand. Like, it, to me, this one can go either way, in my opinion. So, but I, I think the Texans will have a slighter edge, and they'll probably get it out with W. But let's go to a a better intriguing matchup. The Falcons at the Saints. You know, Falcons defense looking better. Saints. Question marks with the quarterback position. So we don't know what's going to happen there. But in this matchup, I have the Falcons winning 28-27 in a very close matchup. I think the Fal- the the Saints will be able to put, put up some points. You know, they got players. They got ballers. And depending on the quarterback position is depending on how this game is going to match up. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with you. I mean... The Saints, the fact that Drew Brees is out, I don't see them having that slight edge. I know the Falcons aren't necessarily a good team, but I see them winning this division rivalry matchup. 26-21 Falcons. Yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be a, a close matchup either way. But the Falcons are going to run away with it at the end of the day. Let's move on to our next matchup. The Bengals at the football team. The worst name ever. But... Yeah, I got the Bengals winning this game, 24-20. Joe Burrow will shine. Football team will not. Alex Smith can probably win this game, but I don't think he'll be able to edge this team out. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, again, I agree with you. I think, uh, again, the better quarterback, even as a rookie, is Joe Burrow. Uh, I think the Bengals win this one, 21-17. I think, honestly, I think Washington's trying to just – tank so they can get the best quarterback coming out in this draft yeah they're gonna have to tank but so, i mean uh, i think they won last week i mean oh, no, they, they barely lost sorry they barely I mean, lost last week they're they're one of the worst teams so i mean they're, yeah. tr- they're trying to get a quarterback so that's what i think they're good to do so i see the Bengals winning this one all right next game jets at the chargers you already know how i feel about this game and i feel like the chargers will lose, I mean, will win this game 
17. Good, a good spread on this one. And you know, I, I feel like, you know, Justin Herbert is going to have a game and throw the ball everywhere. And, yeah, sorry, guys, but uh, Jerry had to step away for a little bit. Um, He'll be back with us next week again. But let me go ahead and finish this off. Rams at the Bucks. How I feel about this game is the Rams have been playing pretty pretty good the last couple weeks. But Tom Brady and the Bucks with all those weapons, I think it's going to be too much for this Rams team. I think Tom Brady will be able to just manage the clock, you know, and steadily steadily drive this football team to a win. It won't be pretty. I, I don't think it's going to be a pretty game for Tom Brady, but I think he will still get this W at 27-24. Let's go to my favorite matchup of the week, even though it's kind of not. Dolphins at the Broncos. Look, I, I don't know, but the Broncos have a lot of problems right now, especially in the quarterback position. Drew Locke had a terrible game last week. With four interceptions, one touchdown. I I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna lie. One of those touchdowns, he should have had another touchdown, but it was called back, and then he threw a pick, and yeah, it was bad. That was a bad play. But the other two the other two picks or three picks were all his fault at the end of the day, and it was not a good showing for him. He was hurt. You know, he was banged up during the game, and I think he had some bruised ribs or something like that, but he still toughed it out, played it out. But, man, it's not looking good. The Broncos' offense is just not looking good. The defense is holding its own. But I don't think they're going to be able to hold it off enough in this game. And I have the Dolphins winning 24-17. to 17. Unfortunately, yes, they're going to lose again. And to be honest, I hope... They have a good draft next year because I don't think they're going to make it to the playoffs. But let's go ahead and move on to the next game. Cowboys at the Vikings, which Jerry can be here to, you know, tell me if I'm wrong or right. But I got the Vikings winning this game 23-17. I, you know, I don't think the, the Cowboys offense is going to be able to produce enough to win this game. And I think the Vikings will do enough. I don't like the Vikings so much. They're very inconsistent. You know, Dalvin Cook is the 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 best player on that team. Justin Jefferson, he can do some work if Kirk Cousins is on his game. But, I mean, they're going to do enough to win. And that's, that's this is why I don't have it as high of a scoring game as probably most people do. I think, I think probably more people believe the Vikings are going to win by a wide margin. You know, I don't believe that the Cowboys defense has has been doing okay the last couple weeks. You know, they've been holding their own. But I believe the Vikings will do better. All right. Now let's move on to the games of the week. First game. Titans at the Ravens. I think this this is one of the better games of the, of the week. You know, there, there's not a lot to choose from. But I think this is the better one. Titans. We'll come out on top on this one. Ravens have been very sluggish. Lamar Jackson has been very sluggish. He's been inaccurate, as we've all as we've been saying for the last few weeks. And I think the Titans are going to win 27-20. You know, it's just 
Lamar Jackson's not looking like who he was last year. And I don't know if it's a slump or I don't know what's going on, play calling, whatever it is. He has to get better at throwing the ball. He can't run the ball, you know, just every play. is like you got to throw the ball. Throw the ball to your receivers. So I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup for him, and I think the Titans will be able to run the ball heavily, and T- Tannehill's gonna do enough. Maybe throw two touchdowns, and Derrick Henry have a, a touchdown on the floor, on the ground. So that'll be a good matchup. Let's go to our next matchup: Packers at the Colts. This will be a good matchup because Colts are very inconsistent. Also, they're kind of like. They're kind of like the Vikings, but all that fault falls on Phillip Rivers because I think if they had a better quarterback, they'll be way better. Their defense is good. Their offense, uh, it depends on how Phillip Rivers is is playing right at the moment. But the Packers, you know, they're they're riding hot. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, just right now MVP season. He might be the MVP of the year because, you know, Russell Wilson fell down. And he, he's, he's on trending down right now. So, I think Aaron Rodgers should be the MVP this year if he keeps trending this way. And I have the Packers winning 27-24. It will be a close game because the Colts' defense will keep it close. But it was not they're not going to do enough to win this game. All right, and the last game of the week Chiefs at the Raiders revenge game for Patrick Mahomes for his first loss of the season they're gonna beat them in their own home and I believe they're gonna win 31-28 Patrick Mahomes is gonna have a chip on his shoulder to win this game and you know just to show dominance in the AFC West unfortunately but Raiders will keep it close. They'll keep the Chiefs close. Because I think, you know, I think they're a good team. It's just they need to, they need better receivers. I think they need better receivers. Henry Ruggs is not enough just to, you know, boost their offense up, uh, offense up like, like crazy. It's not enough. They're going to need better receivers. You know, they have a good tight end. They got a good running game. But Derek Carr has no one to throw to other than Darren Waller. And Henry Ruggs for a deep route every once in a while. But, you know, that's just not enough. So I have the Chiefs winning this 31-28. They'll they'll get their revenge game. And they'll win this game. So there you have it, guys. That's today's episode. And I'm glad y'all joined us. If y'all want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk TDs. TDs. And you can also email us or with any suggestions or anything you want to talk about at letstalktds at gmail.com. All right? Peace.